This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, Pat Mann, from the Bay to LA and beyond. Oh, man. Good people. I am, um, I'm good. I'm good. I, I, I wake up and I'm always good. You know, it's just after I wake up, I have to pray before I even get into what my day is going to be like. So, oh man. So I, I started off with, you know, the Lord's prayer and, um, you know, the uh, spirit says, well, go get your medicine. So I went and got my bike, jumped on my bike, threw some, threw some, uh, cycling gear on and jumped on my bike and headed to go get my medicine. As I'm, um, rolling through the streets of Oakland on my two-wheel motion. Um, I'm just observing uh, a Sunday afternoon. This is Sunday, right? Yeah, yesterday was Saturday. Okay, this is Sunday. All right. I've had, a, I've had a great weekend. I've had a great couple back-to-back weekends. And I got, I got one dude on the whole planet. I actually have two people to thank for that. Gabe Jones and Jen Starr. Um, my boy G Jones, um, you know, we hung out last night and we did the podcast. He was on the podcast. I haven't even listened to it, but I was there. So, you know, I was there. I was there listening, observing and, 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 and participating in what I'm going to say is probably one of my most powerful and, and it, it was, it was a podcast that I've been dreaming and envisioning about since the day I said I wanted to start a podcast, which was over six years ago, well over six years ago. And it came into fruition last evening. Amongst, here's the thing, amongst two persons who were ministers, including myself, and then another minister just kind of Loaded on in. Didn't even know that until we started sharing our conversations of homelessness and family values and all the nonsense that got us to the point of a of being uh, men in the world, but not of the world. You, you, you got to let that one marinate for a minute. Men in the world, but not of the world. Men who don't fear God, but understand that they are God, that they, the God is within them, that what they are doing and what they're going through is, or what they have gone through, they are now using their God's sense to help share and, and spread the word of God on this planet, whatever that sounds like and feels like to whoever wants to receive it. And so I haven't listened to uh, the podcast, but it, it was, I'm just, I'm still buzzing off the energy um, because it was just so powerful. It was emotional. It was, it was tearful. It was impacting and it was fun. It was fun. I had so much fun yesterday. I haven't had that much fun since the last weekend when I was hanging out with G. Jones. And I just miss it. And we talked about, you know, we, we, we talked about a lot. We talked about a lot yesterday. We covered a lot of ground. Even he and I, you know, um, I've been in my place for, I don't know, 10 months, 
10, going on 10, 11 months. I've only had one person that I know. Um, one of the person is my boy Keith. He dropped me off. He was in town one day and came to use the restroom and check out my place. Um, and uh, that's it. G Jones yesterday. Other than that, no one else has been in my place. Not one. Um, oh, the guy that that dropped off the uh, oh no to check the smoke detectors. Yeah, he's been here, but I have an open invite for my place. So G Jones came through, checked it out. He's like, "You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be. This is a fly pad." I was like, "Yeah." And uh, I showed him the studio part, and he's like, "You gotta be kidding me, man!" So that's a whole nother ball game. It's a whole nother conversation that. Um, he and I are going to have um, on a podcast uh, very soon. But uh, two things I want to share today, and I don't think I'm a well. I'm not going to say that. I'm not, it's, time is going to be what it is, and whatever is uh, recorded within the time frame that I feel it's time to end, I'll just end it. So one of the things I, I had this thing. This, 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 as I'm on my bicycle and I'm going through Oakland and then, and I'm on the bike uh, lane on Telegraph and I'm just observing, you know, I'm just observing, um, you know, a new Oakland and in this new Oakland, you know, I, I see a lot of transience and homelessness, you know, here and there it's spotty, you know, it's not like it's everywhere it's just certain areas here like 42nd i don't know why 42nd between 42nd and telegraph and 42nd martin luther king that just seems where you know the homeless tend to go you know it's off the beaten path it's but it's dangerous because fires are breaking out all over these homeless um tents and people in their cars living in their cars i was on my bike um coming back from a video shoot uh, at Jen Star, um, talk about that too. That was so cool yesterday. I was part of a, a 50s um, video shoot and uh, it, it was just so cool. That's another podcast though. But as I was leaving, I see this black smoke and it's coming from an area over there off of West Grand. Um, and it's uh, when I later on when I came back or I was leaving from the video shoot, because as I was leaving, uh, going to get my white shirt, there was a uh, fire truck coming to put the blaze out. And you could smell the toxicity of burnt rubber. And so I went and looked at it later and it was a van, of course, you know, that had been pushed to the side and, you know, people were living out of it and it caught fire. I just hope the people, um, whoever was occupying the space got out in time and it's terrible. So... But as I'm rolling through Oakland, you know, I'd see I'm, 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 I'm making eye contact with people, um, which I always do. You know, people always see me on my bike and they'll wave. And I'm like, do I know that person? I don't know that person. But I'll wave back, you know. Um, people will just start talking to me randomly. Some days I was sharing this with Gabe the other day. I'd say some days I've gone to the marina and I just want to, you know, be in my thoughts. And I don't want to talk to anybody. And, 
And uh, next thing you know, somebody wants to sit down right next to me. You know, there's benches all over the marina. Why are they, why do you want to sit right next to me? And in that, it's not like I'm expressing that and I might be thinking that, but at the same time, it's always pleasant. It's always someone that I don't know and, and who is pleasant. Hey, it's a nice hat. How you doing? Oh, it's a beautiful day. Blah, blah, blah. Two second, three minute conversation. They get up and they start walking. Ends up turning my entire day around from just a interaction with another human being. That's powerful. And you could say, we talked about this last night, you could say stranger, people use the word stranger. I think that word needs to just go away. We're not strangers. How can you be a stranger on one planet? <laughs> we all come from one, one thing. We all come from the cosmic universe. How can we be strangers? No, those are guardian angels that end up in human form, or maybe they've taken on human form for that minute and felt that I needed to hear another human being's voice. Um, a lot of the transients and homeless that I see for my bike are mostly men. Black men, young, young black men, young uh, black men my age, older, and every now and then, um, older white men or, or, or yeah, younger white men. And the younger white men, man, they just look like they've gone through it, under it, around it. Ah, it, it, it looks bad. So I'm rolling by and I'm, I'm near, uh, I'm on Telegraph uh, near um, uh, Mosswood Park and the funeral home and I look over across the street and I see this building that says Wick and I've seen this building before I never, but I never just you know I never looked over and saw what Wick meant it stands for women infants and children so then as I continue riding and it's like oh that's interesting women infants and children what about the men what about what about the men so you've created this program over time to help only women, infants, and children? Is that where women's lib came from as well? Ostracizing men? Because as I've been homeless, as all the men that were sitting at that table last night had been in a homeless situation before, I'm sure they found and discovered as I did, and as one of my friends who had been unemployed for a long time, discovered that um, there aren't any services out there to actually help men. If you're on your own, man, you are on your own and God help you. God help you. Like seriously, God help you to help yourself because nobody's coming for you. And it saddens me. It saddens me. And I have to go within my God sense and pray and meditate and, and get rid of that sadness and just, you know, just, just send out the vibration to those who need it and those who need it the most. I can get over it and, and I can burn through it. 
or I will try, and I do, and I have, but there are those that don't know God. There are those that have never been in, a, in, a, in their own apartment. There are those who've never even been in a mansion, who've never been in a, in a big house, who don't, who know, who've been on this earth and have never experienced being in a boat, going across the water. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine a life where you've never been in a boat that goes across the water, just glides across the water, or a plane that's in the sky? All the stuff that we do and take, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to fly over here and I'm gonna take a boat over here. They're, they're human beings, young and old, who have never experienced that on earth. So I imagine to myself as I'm on the bicycle and I see the women and infants, uh, the WIC place to help all any women, any and all women, and how men have been ostracized. And I'm thinking to myself, man, this this is this is something else. And my imagination start going towards you know, someone who may be on their deathbed in their final hours of life, in their final minutes of life. And because I've, I've had these near-death experiences where I've been in an accident and was, to my shocking, that I was still alive. <laughs> Seriously. But what about the people who have suffered through sickness, disease, or whatever happened with them and or 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 in an accident and they actually you know their last minutes or time or whatever is coming what is going on in their brain what what conversation are they having if they're having any at all at the time that they're about to transition so my imagination is running with that and i'm I'm, it's it's a conversation that I'm, I'm making up in my mind about you know someone on their last you know they're they're thinking about you know all the things that they could have done should have done didn't do so they're pleading oh God I know this isn't my last date no no I I want to be back on earth I want to do the things I need to do that I haven't done I'll just send me back send me back God to to the earth and I'll I'll do what I need to do when I get back there and God's like well uh, um I. I that sounds great. Would love to do that, but your body, the body that you're in is done. It's done. I can't send your spirit back to that body. That body is diseased. You, you know, you you had a great life on earth with that body, but you know, towards the end it became diseased and maybe you forgot about some things. So I, I can't do that. But if you really want to go back, so shall it be. Done. I'll send you back. And, 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 and the person that <laughs> is talking to God, the universe, the supreme being, it's like, oh, great. In a, in a flash, bam, bam, boom, back on earth. Blinks his eyes, opens his eyes, and like, oh, my God, I'm back. I'm touching, I'm feeling the grass. I'm feeling, oh, my God, I'm back on earth. Wait a minute, what is this? What is this? Well... And you're wanting and pleading with the universe and God to come back to to come back to earth and and be 
you know, amongst the physical living. Well, God granted you that, but he didn't say that he would return you. And he said the body that you were in is no good. So your wishes, I command, you're back on earth. But God returned this person back on earth in the body of a cat. <laughs> so here's this guy, he's, he's back in his body as a cat. And he's like looking at his paws like, I'm a cat. God sent me back as a cat. God, no, no, Lord, have mercy. I can't be a cat. I don't even like cats. God's talking to him like, what do you mean? You asked to go back. I told you impossible and you kept pleading. I, I sent you back. It's like, God, what do I know if I'm a, and I'm a cat? I'm not even a, a kitten. I'm a cat. <laughs> It'd be different if I was a kitten because I could easily get a home. But now I'm a cat. I'm a black cat. In, in, in some grass somewhere I don't even know where I'm at right now but God said well you can figure it out and by the way you got nine lives so you know enjoy yourself that's a hell of imagination right <laughs> I might have to bring that into fruition in actual visualization why not why not right that's how it's done copyright copyright POA enterprises heard it here first so imagine this human being is now a cat roaming the earth, trying to find food, uh, trying not to get, you know, ran over try, by a car, you know, just now have to navigate, you know, for scraps, have to tie into his, his, his cat-like instincts and, and whatever you don't know about cats. I recommend that you, I think there's a, a Netflix, I think it's saw it on Netflix. It was talking about how cats and humans have evolved over time. So in, in God putting this man into a cat form, he, he actually did him good favors. Like, look, if you, if you do it right, you can actually end, in a, end up in a great home. There's cat ladies, there's cat men. People love cats, and depending on what country you're in, because based on that Netflix thing about cats, turns out that the cats in China are different from the cats here in the United States. Like, they actually are different cats, like instinct-wise, personality-wise, everything. This cat was dropped off in Oakland, though. <laughs> This guy's like, oh my gosh, I'm back where I'm at, but I'm a cat. What do I do now? And he roams and he roams and he finally finds a home that, you know, paradise. Someone found him and adopted him. He's like, oh, you're the best cat ever. The best cat ever. I'm going to show you here. Let me show you your new home. And by the way, that's your brother over there, which is a dog. <laughs> And that's your brother over there, which is another dog. And that's your sister, which is a parrot. And let's see, what else? There's another guy missing. I, he, I don't see him too often. Oh, there he is. And that's your uncle, the iguana. And we're all just one big happy family right here in this home. You got a backyard if you want to roam. Uh, just don't bring any mouse inside because the dogs will 
they'll they'll go crazy on you if you do that so enjoy yourself enjoy your life and uh so be it can you imagine that you gotta be careful what you wish for yeah, you got to navigate through this world and do what you need to do with the life that you have, with the body that you have. Ain't no coming back. And if you come back, you might come back as a cat. Or better worse, a dog. End up in a in a in the SPCA or, or a place where they put dogs down. Or better yet, you might end up in China and Somewhere in another country where cats aren't treated as well. I mean, so I, I guess the, the message of this podcast today is do with what you got right now. Live it. Enjoy your life. I was, I was raised by in, immature parents within an immature environment. That's my excuse for everything. 25, 30 years of you're not worthy, you know, you know, uh, money is the root of all evil talk, that kind of talk, that kind of downing nonsense talk. And it has taken me nearly 50 years to unravel it. So it may take another 50 years. I, I, I guarantee you it's not. Because <laughs> my unraveling started the minute I had become homeless. The unlearning, the unconditioning. And even through that, people that don't know me and know my life have never listened to my podcast, have never supported anything that I've done creatively, would have the audacity and the nerves to call me and judge me on my life on what I have done in my life and what they are judging based on what they've seen on social media or something they've read. But they haven't picked up the phone to ask, how is it and how can I help you get to where you need to be? No, they have called me to judge me on the path that they thought I was going down because they thought we had the same path. It's like, I I sincerely doubt it, homie. I sincerely doubt that. Have you been homeless? Have you been duped by relatives that that live in the same household? Have you been kicked out on the streets by your relatives that you grew up in the same household? Have you been manipulated by women who who thought, you know, their vagina could could rule your world? Huh? Have you have you been there? No, that's a true story, but that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, I've had women who thought that, oh, I'm just gonna lay it on them and you know, he's, he's done. Whatever I want, he's going to... I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I think you got me twisted. Ain't enough powerful vagina in the world <laughs> that can put me into a disposition. You got to have... You got to have intelligence. You got to have a whole lot. A whole lot. We got to have a whole lot together on the same level of consciousness for me to get duped in into any kind of relationship like that you you got to be you you got to be out of your mind so another thing i want to share but i have to share it on another podcast in my bicycle ride today 
I headed over to hang out in a park that, um, it's a really small park, it's in North Oakland, and uh, there's a creek, so there's water that streams, so you can hear the water flowing, and there's trees, and it's a nice area in Rock Ridge. Rock Ridge is a really nice area. It's a, um, it's a place I just like to go and just hang out some time and gather my thoughts and be with God and earth and my things that are on my mind. And maybe I'll write or maybe I'll do a podcast. And um, as I'm walking over to a bench that is you know, has a little bit more sunlight because it's a nice day. I see a uh, poster that's attached to this tree of a young man and I'm thinking it's a missing poster. So I go and look at it and it turns out it's a poster and it's a picture asking, you know, it's a reward. There's some words and that's why I'm going to do the podcast later because I want to, I want to blast this to the community because there's a young man, 25 years old. He was sleeping on the neighborhood couch. I have no idea what that means. Uh, but there's a picture of him sleep on the couch. And then there's another picture of him, I guess, you know, that, you know, him standing up and he's smiling. And uh, apparently someone, he was sleep on the couch and someone repeatedly stabbed him. And he wakes up, you know, stabbed and like, what is going on here? And stumbles and falls. And um, this happened in Oakland. And apparently, you know, these evil humans in human form, or maybe they're in different forms, committed this heinous act. And um, we have to bring people to justice. But... It just, it just weighed heavy on my heart and my soul because, I mean, 25 years ago, I was 25, and I'm, I was thinking about where I was 25 years ago. I was thinking that before I even left and got on my bike ride to get my medicine. I was like, wow, 25 years ago, 25 years ago, where was I? What was I doing? I know exactly what I was doing. I wasn't sleeping on anyone's couch outside, though. I can tell you that much. I was living in my own space and I was working for a uh, advertising firm as their office manager, um, making pretty good money for my age. Because a year later, my salary do- doubled, literally overnight from the whole dot-com. Uh, I, was, I was hired as a facility manager and by a black man who's the CEO of a dot-com company, hired me to say, look, I wanted to hire you when I saw you because I had heard about you from from my colleagues who were not black. (laughs) Color has nothing to do with anything that has to do with me when it comes to business, relations, life, uh, friendships, blood, doesn't matter. I do what I do for the goodness of of, of the glory of God and and I, I stay positive. So men have recognized this and they've hired me and they've doubled my salary right there overnight changed my life overnight but here this young man he's 25 years 25 years later from the life i'm living i'm 25 years he's 25 sleeping on sleeping outside 
And the first thing I see this picture, I see this, I see this poster and I'm thinking, uh, I thought it was a missing, I thought he was missing. So I was going to take the picture and announce it on the podcast, but this, this cat was brutally stabbed. And the family, you know, God bless them. They start off with that, you know, he's a God-fearing man, he's a man of God, and and please don't seek revenge, but, you know, we're offering $10,000 for anybody that knows anything about what happened. Um, and I, I want to get the details, but the details are, they're on my phone, and I'm going to have to scroll out, because it's something I want to talk about even more. The family, and I'm not passing judgment on the family or anything, but what is a 25-year-old black man doing on sleeping on the couch, on a community couch? You know, I'm sure, and I, I could, I can only guess or imagine because if he comes from a God-fearing family or a God-fearing, I don't know what that fearing is. I don't like that. I don't like the whole God-fearing. God, you're not here to fear God. God wants you to be a part of him not fear him so i don't know where that comes from it's it's a it's an old church thing old religion thing but what i would say is you know this young man was on the streets i don't know what he was into i don't know his life i don't know if he's on drugs i don't know if he was you know getting away from his family who he didn't want to live under their roof i but i know what that feels like being a part of a family that calls himself God-fearing Christians, yet they're more God-crucifixion Christians, judging me about my life, judging me. And I'm like, what are you going to judge me about my life? What about your life? How about you mind the business of your life? So, I don't know, it's sad, man. And I couldn't help but to think, about the young gentleman, the young African-American black man who, you know, uh, Berkeley High, walked off the uh, roof of a building and fell to his death, suicide. Young men are suffering just as much as I was suffering prior to getting that job. And how did I break from my suffering? Someone might be asking, how did I break out how did I get to working at an advertising firm and then doubling my salary and leading to, you know, the success being that towards the end of high school, I was making awesome grades all through elementary, all through junior high. Yes, I was making awesome grades, but trauma and drama and all this indoctrinated fear nonsense consumed me after junior high deaths in the family turmoil drugs rock and roll all not rock and roll I can't say rock and roll <laughs> but rocking and rolling with the nonsense fear more fear more fear and so I can relate to this young gentleman who might have been living on the streets because that could have been me that could have been me what two years ago one year ago six months ago 10 months ago, 10 months ago, definitely, because I was homeless 10 months ago, just 10 months ago. Not on the streets, thank God, but I was out there for a while.
because it was better than being under the roof that I was under. And I know what that feels like as a, as a young man because that young man was 25, but 10 years prior to that, he was 15, right? Or 10 or something, he was younger. He was just 10 or 15 years old, 10 years prior to that. What do you know at 25? Nothing, you know, nothing. How did I come into, how did I break through to, to, to become and to evolve at that age? I must have been doing something right, right? I don't know. I just know at, at 18 or 16, I would say, I had to become someone different. I had to become someone different than I was being brought up to be. I had to evolve past what I was seeing surrounded by me. You know, I had, I had, I had to break through and I had to become someone else. That's how I got that gig. I had to, I had to block out all the negative talk that I heard about, you know, being an Uncle Tom or, or working for the white man or, or working period. You know, all the stuff that people in the environment around, you know, if you, if you grow up in that environment where nobody's doing shit, nobody's doing anything with their life. They're waiting around for a welfare check or, or, or a pension from the, from the government because they, they so-called hurt themselves while they're in the army hurt quote unquote and I'm talking about my father in particular God rest his soul I just can't get over the part of speaking to his mother my grandmother just just a few weeks back you know before his death a few months back I would say before his death on saying he never claimed me in the first place I was asking about benefits, you know, veteran benefits. It's like, well, he never really claimed you guys. I'm like, what does that mean? You're telling me that right now? You saying this to me? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, people. I'm just moving forward in my life and doing literally the very best I can. And in that very best I can, making sure that I surround myself around people that are for me and that support me in a way that I need it. And that support doesn't come, doesn't always come in the form of finance and money situations. No, sometimes you need to talk to someone who wants to know you who or who knows you and wants to support you your vision or your imagination who knows you who knows what you've gone through and if they can't help they're going to find somebody that can because they're like I've been there I've done it I've done. and even if I hadn't I want to help you get out because I know you and I can tell that you've been through something or that you're going through something so let me see what I can do let me see if I can do my part that's called you know what that's called that's called community that's called God in the community. 
because God is within, right? God is everywhere. Say, God sees all. That's what I was taught as a child. God is everywhere. He sees everything. I'm like, well, how could that be? Really? This is me as a child. How could that be? Really? He's got the whole world in his hands. And there's a picture of God's hands, big hands in the sky. <laughs> a God in the sky. That's what they were teaching us. There's a big white man in the sky with his hands and he sees the whole world and he's holding the world in his hands so he can see everything. I'm like, well, that's powerful. I mean, how can you be in two places at once? How can you be in uh, how many billions of people on the planet? A billion places at once? That's a lot of eyeballs. Yeah, but this is what they're teaching us in a literal sense. I can't make this discernment as a child. Because this is what you're teaching me. This is what you're telling me that this is what I got to do. And if I don't learn this, if I don't understand this, then I'm going to go to hell. I'm going to burn with a pitchfork and a, and a devil with a, with, a, with a red scaly skin. Really? Because all I see is evil human beings who have been distracted and have, 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 have become demonic. I don't see no devils 50 years on this planet. I ain't seen no devils. I've seen a lot of evil people with evil ways. And here's the thing. I I don't give power to evil. I don't ever recognize that kind of talk. But when I see it and I can sense it, I know that's what that is. I don't know what that person's been through, but that's what that is. And when you see that, you got to You got to walk away. But it's not always as clear. Some people are real deceptive on who they are when you're speaking to them right in front of their face. They're real good. They'll try to vibrate and, 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 and try to equal the language that you are emitting. I've been in a room with, with people, with women in particular, who have attempted to use the, the, the power of, of, of uh, what's the word? Flattery. <laughs> oh, you're so handsome. You're so this and you're so that. Oh, I need to help you. Oh, you, yeah, let me help you. What they're really saying is let me help myself. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Let me help myself. Oh, you barking up the wrong tree, sister. You barking up the wrong tree. Lord, help us all. Help us all. That's 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 all I got today. Um, I may do a podcast later on the in the studio so I can play a little music. Um, and give a shout out to uh, Jen Star, Genesee Lewis, one of the dopest producers in the world. Don Lowe, the legendary. Don Lowe, one of the other dopest producers in the world. Um, and Kayla D, one of the dopest vocalists in the world. I was, and, and what's the other one? Uh, oh, I can't, I'm going to miss up her name. Um, she goes by Little, Little Flower Nasty. I think it's Little Flower Nasty. She has one of the most beautiful angelic voices I have heard in a very long time so we did a video shoot the other day um uh we had you know outfits and everything in the 50s we're 
uh, doing a song about uh, uh, the Chevy, and I, I can't wait to get that whole crew that I mentioned on a podcast to talk more about uh, our lives as creators and artists, and and just to get those real experiences down. So the newer generations, the younger generations can hear what's going on because we're at the age where we need to be sharing this stuff. You know, the older generations, I have to say, man, you know, God bless them as well. But they came from a world that was entirely different than the world um, that we were to envision for ourselves. You know, immaturity on a level you never even heard of which is dangerous it's dangerous to society it's dangerous to the to the neighborhood single family living without the men in the family a woman is a woman a man is a man a child needs both of those not one that's saying that i'm the i'm the mother and the father no you're not you are the feminine energy that the child needs, he also needs that masculine energy. That's not up for debate. Anybody that says other differently, that is their own human touch on what they feel, what the what what things should be in this world. And that's this world. That's this world. That's their it's almost like they want to push it on you as their own agenda. Is it an agenda? I didn't think it was agenda until I started watching a few television shows. I'm like, well, wait a minute. What is this? I don't I don't want to see two men kissing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't want to see two. I want to see a man and a woman kissing. Let alone two men or two women. What is this nonsense? Let's get back to the, the message in the show that you're trying to... Yeah. So that's a whole nother podcast too. Coming up with some great ideas for podcasts, but like I've been sharing and like we had last, uh, yesterday, I want to have someone else in on some of these topics so you can hear other experiences, other God, God in, 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 uh, I I don't want to use, let me see. Other other gods, how about that? Other men of God. Other women of God. I, I don't discriminate when it comes to that. Come on board. We can agree to disagree. We can we're just sharing experiences and observations. Being in human form. The thing about the brother that that you know was stabbed to death, you know. I was looking around the area where I was and I'm thinking if it was a, a child of another culture or color, you know, those posters would have been plastered up and down, up and down the telegraph, up and down Martin Luther King. Yes, let's find the culprits. We can't find them on a, on a tree, one poster in a tree that's ripped. Someone had ripped it. The bottom part ripped it. So I couldn't even see the, the actual the whole message at the bottom. So. All right, good people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wind down a little bit. 
get some meditations in, get get some uh, vibrating, jump on my vibration plate, sit in my massage chair and and come up with an ultimate plan on how to move forward. That's it. In the right and the now. Getting over the past to live in the right and now. All right. For the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network, if this is your first time listening, I hope it's not your last. And just know that this podcast doesn't really work unless you work it and support it and share it with other people so they can hear the message. Otherwise, I have to say you're being a little selfish because you're you're receiving the goodness and you're not sharing that goodness. That's that's a big problem that we have. We we receive the goodness, but we don't share it. We don't give it away. We don't share it enough. And everybody that's walking around this planet has been through something and they need to use their intelligent human voice to share those experiences. So someone go, hey, you know what? I can relate to that. Well, let me find, let me see what I can hear that can help me. Because like the brother that that, that was sleeping on the streets, he shouldn't have been sleeping on the streets. No. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he had nowhere to go. Like a lot of young men and women out there, they have nowhere to go. And where they go is not good. I've talked to some young men on the streets. I've, I've heard their stories. Stories of abuse in, in the household. Stories of, 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 of using, you know, to get something. You know? Turning their children into drug dealers for their own... You know, come on, advocating evil, advocating nonsense. Everyone wasn't put on this planet to create an offspring of their nonsense. You're playing with fire (laughs) when you do that. You're playing with fire. And there's a lot of people who play with fire and they've made offsprings on this planet and nowhere around to to guide them to give them the word to give them positivity to give them something to move forward in life now within itself is a tragedy so again if you if you if this is your first time i hope it's not your last time i i I, i've done tons of podcasts and I'm sure you can learn from any one of them. <laughs> you know, that's 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 my message is that I share my experience. I'm not going to be here forever. I mean, who who is? We are eternal spiritual beings. But when this body is done and God's like, "Hey, you know what? The universe is like, "Hey, you know it's time to return. You did all you needed to do. It's time to move forward on to whatever's next, whatever that is." Some people call it rest. I don't know. I don't know if I want to rest once I leave here. I think I want to explore the cosmos. We're, we're, this new telescope is showing new planets evolving, galaxies that we haven't been able to see for 50 years, light years away. Perhaps God's like, hey, I just wanted to put you here. This was the starting ground. Because if you can do it here, I can send you anywhere else. Let that imagination sit in your brain. 
for today. All right, I'm out of here. Peace.